So on the morning of January 20th, I actually woke up to one of my friend's text messages that said, hey, were you just laid off by Google? I responded saying, I don't know what you're talking about. So I went to my work laptop and lo and behold, when I opened it, I was forbidden. I was locked out. I was just shocked, just chilled to the bone to read this email that was sent to my personal email to say, you are no longer an employee. I had been at Google for four and a half years. My performance was great. This was something that kind of blew me out of the water. So these new virtual layoffs, I think are very inhumane. They're very impersonal and they don't treat you as an actual human being. Virtual layoffs are when companies decide to lay off, let go, and terminate roles of team members by email, by phone, by text, or even by video apps like Zoom or pre-recorded videos. We are seeing a rise in virtual layoffs. First, is because of the pandemic. Pandemic normalized the adoption of remote work and virtual communications. So organizations realized that it's possible to conduct business virtually, including communicating difficult messages to employees, such as layoff announcements. Also, they learned that probably virtual layoff can be more cost and time effective for big organizations. They don't need to hire external contractor and like send them to all different offices across the nation. Just imagine how much travel expenses they are saving. As the pandemic hit the U.S. economy in March 2020, it erased nearly 20 million jobs in a matter of weeks. The unemployment rate rocketed to 14.7 percent, the highest level since the Great Depression. As remote work became widespread and interest rates hit rock bottom levels, big tech companies went on a hiring spree. In 2020, Amazon added half a million employees, an over 38% increase. Microsoft added 18,000, an 11% increase. Meta added over 13,000, a 30% increase. And Google Parent Alphabet added over 16,000, a nearly 14% increase, while Apple added less than 7,000. Federal Reserve raising interest rates to a new range of 0.25 to 0.25%. Then the Fed began its fight against inflation, raising interest rates at a pace not seen in decades. That hit tech companies hard because they relied on low interest rates to fuel growth. Last week, he fired more than 900 people on one Zoom call. Better.com, a mortgage lending company, was one of the many companies that had to lay off their employees because of this. The way its CEO handled the firing received a huge backlash. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. I think what happened in 2021, December, was that we were amongst the first companies to have to do uh, major reductions in force as uh, the economic environment was changing. We were a company of less than 100 people in 2017, and we became a company of 10,000 people by 2021. And my leadership style, which had been all about grow, 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 and really growth at all costs, meant that the focus of the business was about doing what it needed to do to grow and less about how people were feeling about it. A lot of the criticism was deserved. We made a mistake. We learned from it. And now we're better. The Better.com incident was just a start. 
more and more big tech companies began adopting virtual layoffs. I want to say, you know, up front, uh, that I take full responsibility for this decision. In November of 2022, Meta laid off 11,000 workers, and Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg delivered the news over a remote video call. For direction um, and for, for deciding you know, how we execute that, including things like this. And In 2022, as soon as Elon Musk bought Twitter, he laid off half its workforce, with some staff losing access to their company's email without prior notice. Virtual layoffs have continued in 2023 as well. In January, Google laid off thousands of its employees over email. Google was the company I wanted to work for, and I felt so amazing that I was inside. I felt like I was a foreigner, that really I had to keep pinching myself that I was there. I mean, I utilize the gym, I utilize the bikes, I utilize massage, I utilized every type of perk that was possible. and. I never thought that it one day, snap, it would be gone. And I think it's very convenient to send an email on a Friday where someone's not coming to the office and tell them that they no longer have a job. It makes it very easy on the leadership and it creates a, a scenario where there's a least likelihood for emotional fallout uh, or for pushback to occur. So I think it's really designed to help support leadership and management uh, to make it easier for them to do these types of layoffs. As more and more virtual layoffs dominate the headlines, there's a debate raging online over layoff etiquette. In April, McDonald's temporarily shut its corporate office and fired hundreds of employees virtually. Frankly, I think McDonald's is teaching a masterclass in layoffs. They broadcasted back in January that they were coming. People were able to prepare. Now April has come and they're letting people know in the comfort of their own home. They're able to maintain confidentiality. They don't have to walk their stuff out down the hallway and be escorted out. If I were getting laid off, I'd want to be laid off at home, not at the office. I think it's lazy leadership. You know, we're talking about thousands of people's lives that have been turned upside down. And it's one of the most, you know, impactful moments in somebody's career to be let go or to be laid off. And it lacks humanity and it lacks uh, an ethical and a moral component. When you work for a big tech company, you had this assurance that you were going to be okay, that you were part of this greater thing, that you were part of this culture that really meant something, that you were making a difference. And at any moment, snap, you could be axed. Google's extreme cost-cutting measures, which have included 12,000 workers losing their jobs, has translated to big upside moves in its stock. Its CEO, Sundar Pichai, has also done well. He made $226 million in 2022 thanks to a $218 million stock award, plus his regular salary and benefits. Pichai is among the highest-paid CEOs in the U.S. Hey, good on him. You know, he's got a couple hundred million dollars of bonus and salaries and everything else. Uh, I think the thing that really stings for me is in the letters that came out about the layoffs, uh, the, the communications that came out from Sundar Pichai and other leaders was he's taking full responsibility. And if full responsibility means taking a massive bonus after laying off several thousand people at their company, to me, that's a huge red flag. Google did not respond to CNBC's repeated requests for comment. Companies have been facing mounting criticism over their increasing use of virtual layoffs. Onwards HR is one of those platforms that helps companies in the layoff process. So many organizations roll out the red carpet for those as part of the hiring process, but very few have put any attention to how they treat employees when they leave the organization. But right now, that is something that needs to be top of mind for organizations because you never know when it's going to be a final goodbye. And it's important to really leave a great last impression. 
it is not about the leader. It's about the employees who are being impacted. And the leader must talk about that, spend time acknowledging that difficulty. Instead of uh, questioning, is it dignified to do it virtual or in person, we should think of better ways of if it's going to be virtual, how we can do it in a dignified way for workers and how workers can prepare themselves to deal with situations like that. If you look closely at the current job market, you might scratch your head. On the one hand, mass tech layoffs continue dominating headlines, and on the other hand, the labor market still seems strong. In April, the U.S. economy added 253,000 jobs, and unemployment dropped to 3.4%, tied for the lowest level since 1969. The jobs market is incredibly fragmented, and what that meant is that large firms, especially large firms tied to tech, hired aggressively during the pandemic. And now they're right-sizing that hiring as people uh, rely less on the tech sector. They're doing more things related to goods and services uh, and, and getting out there in terms of leisure and hospitality. And so you're seeing some big firms uh, with big headlines, but that is not yet translating into the overall labor market. And in particular, we've seen layoffs at companies like in big tech because those are sectors that have hired enormously during the pandemic and maybe misread some of the pandemic era trends as long-term uh, structural shifts. And it turns out that those were more temporary. So because of the potential recession on the horizon, we're seeing a lot of companies that have to reevaluate. And unfortunately, some are deciding that they need to lay off workers to get into a more sustainable place. Unfortunately, virtual layoffs are here to stay. And what companies can do to improve this process is to actually bring a human-centered approach that cares about the person behind the screen. And so I think companies are opting for using Zoom or virtual mechanisms over in-person mechanisms, primarily due to working from home and the culture of working from home that has uh, really permeated itself across most major corporations in the United States today. So with this new reality of just being cut off and laid off by any company, I think what I've learned, and I think what people need to do is to really be invested in yourself, be invested in what you do really, really well, and don't invest in the culture. It sounds counterintuitive, but just do the bare minimum when it comes to actually investing in the company, but invest in yourself. Because really, at the end of the day, it's only you that you can rely on. 